Welcome to Flickin' Cousins, or Flick Pals, as we uh, like to be known. My name is Doug. Uh, with me, uh, I guess my co-host, Rico. How you doing, Rico? Oh, I am fabulous. Uh, good to hear. And we have a star-studded uh, guest uh, galore. Let's go around the horn. So uh, we know Snacks. How you doing, Snacks? Hey, how's everybody doing today? Everybody's doing fine, they told me. All right, and uh, we have Jeff Andreessen, the idiot who didn't want to use a <laughs> fake name. Call doing, me Jeff? Colin. Colin? Just call me Colin. 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 People will forget. That's good. And yeah, we have a. Colin Jeff. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's how it's, it's going to be. My twin brother, today. Colin. All right, and then we have a newcomer. What's your name, sir? My name is Clark. And I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, well, then you're in, you're in uh, luck, because we're going to be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, I guess we'll start off with what we thought of the first movie before we get on to this. And uh, I'll say I really enjoyed the first movie. Uh, it's probably my second favorite uh, Marvel movie behind the original Avengers. Um, yeah, I just uh, the music was fun. The characters were fun. It was just fun. And you don't you don't have fun in comic book movies lately, so that's my opinion. You guys, what do what what do you think about it, Clark? I thought the team dynamic in the first one was really good, so it was probably one of the stronger Marvel entries to date. I I, uh, I thought it, it was just nice that it was fresh, and I feel like that's part of the, my problem. Like I like this new one, but it's not fresh anymore. There was a little too many parts that felt like Wayne's World two to me. You know, does that make sense? No. Well, like make a uh, reference you know, Mike, from the last decade Mike, or two. Like uh, Austin Powers, too. Uh, Mike Myers is like the king of recycling jokes, where rather than writing a whole new movie, he'll like go oh, self-referential. I'll write, like, oh, yeah, I'll write sixty percent of a movie and then just use jokes from the first movie over again. So you could go, hey, remember when we did this? Wasn't this fun? Right. And I, I felt like Guardians Two um, did a lot of that. <clears throat> Baby Groot. <clears throat> Yeah. All right. Well, uh, once again, Snacks is trying to derail the question. Uh, Want to know what you guys thought of the original <laughs> Star, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? So let's uh, check in with uh, Jeff, and then we'll hit up Rico. How'd you feel about the original? I, I like the original. Uh, I'm not. I I think that a lot of people really like it. Really love it. I think it's fine. I think that I don't think it's as fresh as people kind of give it credit for. I think it falls Snacks. very much into the formula of. A Marvel movie, especially that final, the final half hour, the final fight, and then like the resolution with just dancing, I think is dumb. I think a lot of the character motivation. What about the what about the what about the tree? What about the tree dying? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But tree not, die, that's not cool. really dying. And We've all seen then, that. Yeah, a but then it just times. comes back, and it's like, oh, who gives a shit? Like, I, I don't know. I it's just. What about what about the bazooka? Like he has a bazooka and he shoots the blue lady. Yeah. No? You know, like that, that's different than other Marvel movies. You think that you think uh, uh, that's what that's what counts as fresh for you? Like just no, well, shooting no, a blue just, lady. That's just what not, you just not that. But I do think it had a better climax than most Marvel movies. It it's was the same uh, damn it, thing. It, there's a city in trouble. There's a menacing alien ship. They're like I, I disagree. On, I think the personal level, the personal that's, level, the, the fact that that's like all, that's all movies. Oh, like that's all like yeah. modern day action movies. Like it's, it's always the plan. Really, every Marvel movie. It's Jeff every wants them to end like Amelie. It's every I'm, Transformers I'm, movie. It's a, it's every summer blockbuster. I don't like the those world. Gets into what do you want me to tell you? 
Well, the world gets in trouble and somebody has to like save the day. It's it's, it's like it's what the, the movie execution. is. I, I understand like blockbuster movies. It's the execution. And I'm telling you the execution for me is boring, especially when you've seen it. I mean, this the Marvel movies for me is like the TGF die Fridays of like movies at this point. They have a formula. Yeah. A lot of their fans love it and they serve it up. I think it's kind of like I'd rather go to Chili's. I guess. Wow. I can see the I can see the argument for just about all of them, particularly like um, (laughs) particularly. Thank you, Rico. But there was there was something about Guardians that just made it stand apart from the rest of the rest. Yeah, I up until the up until the end, I think it's it's more unique simply because it's not like superheroes. Um, So that that I give it credit for. But I and I I think that's what for me like knocks it up above. Some of the other ones, but what about also, what about the character work? Yeah, it's fine. I don't think it's anything terribly unique, though. I think that the main guy, uh, Star Lord, I think his motivation is just typical James Gunn kind of like I'm a sad loser because my dad left. It's it's just very it's just very much sort of like male kind of. Now, Jeff, your dad's still around, complex. right? Your dad and your mom are still together. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes sense. Yes. Oh, oh, I see. But that's what I mean. Like he's playing. I think it's cheap. I think he's playing for some cheap shit. And the whole like the team doesn't get along, and then they do. I mean, that's that's, that's fine. It's fun. Yeah, boring. But it was a team, and I like the <laughs> I team. I wanted them to love each other, and then that's the end. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I feel like you get to know it, it, in a two hour, two and a half hour movie. You get to know all those people. You get to care about them. Each of them have I, an art. I don't care about all the characters. I the only you care about I the really care about. The only guy I really care about is the the non irony guy. Like he is the best. He is. He's what really the, fresh. The, uh, raccoon, the raccoon. We've seen that caricature like a thousand times before. Star Lord, same thing. Gamora's okay. She's a little bit different. Um, but like, I don't know. And Groot. Yeah, I guess a talking tree that just says Groot over and over again. That's pretty different. Yeah. And kind of lovable, but. All right. They make that sorry, they make sorry that, I'm not like sucking gun and They make that tree do a lot of like puppy dog faces and shit. The, the tree is like a boy and his dog most of the movie. It's like, hey, we all got a dog together. Yeah, that works. Yeah, let's bring it back together. Uh, um, I, I will. <laughs> Why? Well, I want to keep this kind of on track. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, Rico. Uh, fine. Fuck it. Just just talk about whatever you want. I'll just sit here. <laughs> <laughs> so last week I went and got my nails did. Um, Rico, what'd you feel about the first movie? And fucking let us spill over into this one. Let's just get it okay. get on with it. Uh, I did enjoy it. I think the thing for me where I felt it was fresh was in that it wasn't Superman or Ninja Turtle or some characters that they keep kind of pumping out over and over again. The tenth iteration of Spider-Man. So having this group which is very different. And I know maybe that's just surface, but you have a raccoon that shoots things. I haven't seen that before. Uh, big tree that talks. That's great. So I liked the variety of this and the fun that it had. I felt it was, um, I don't know. I thought it was fine. I do get Jeff's point in ultimately it stuck to this very uh, basic formula. It's true, but I enjoyed the ride. Yeah, this I, one I'll agree. Uh, yeah, it, it lost in it wasn't fresh because now we know these characters, so that was a challenge for this movie right off the bat because that's what the first one really had more than anything was. Oh, look at this different dynamic. Yeah, I think this. Right. I think both movies were uh, as much as I liked them. I thought they were kind of disposable. I mean, uh, maybe it's I'm older, but I I'm not gonna 
It's not like a movie that I enjoyed the ride, but I'm not gonna. It's not gonna be inspire several rewatches. Let's say um, either mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed the second one as well. I feel like they doubled down on Drax. He was uh, the best part of this movie too. I think. Um, See, he wore he wore on me this movie. Uh, Drax didn't have any like in the other movie. He was like dangerous. He was like the dangerous retard. And he had um, something now, to do. Well, and in this movie, this up. movie he's just retarded, and it's just like he's not dangerous anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, 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 I feel like they kind of neutered him. Yeah, he became comedy relief and pretty well, one note. Yeah, completely. Yeah, they they could have added a little bit of edge. Eh. All right, uh, I guess uh, so. I guess the formula for this podcast, since it's not going to have any uh, structure, since certain people won't let that happen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the only structure we're going to have is one of us is not going to have seen the movie. Look, Dave, it's going to be better this way because it's not going to be like a Marvel movie. No structure. Yeah, there's right? no oh. formula here. No, it's going to be like it. The conversation will end in 40 minutes rather than three and a half hours. There you go. Uh, but yes, the, the, the conceit is that we're going to have one person on the podcast who has not seen the film, and this week it is Jeff. So why Hi. haven't you seen this film, Jeff? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I as you he heard, the like, first one. yeah. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hate the first one. I just didn't, I didn't like, you know, worship its cock like everybody else did. I'm sorry, like it's fine. But, exactly. Go, Daddy, over here. Um, I mean, I, yeah, it's fine. I just, you know, when it came out, I was like, hey, do you guys want to see this? And everybody's like, I'm. I saw it already. I saw it last week. I saw it like. I had a sneak preview because I just couldn't out. wait. And I was yeah. just like, take it easy, loser. Like, it's not that <laughs> oh, great. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, you know, I, <laughs> so I just didn't get around to see it. And then I almost went, like, last week. And so then just, like, You're just resentful? Is this it? No, I just didn't. The opportunity didn't come <laughs> up. And honestly, like, like, I wasn't, like, super excited. Like, I didn't have a feeling like I got to see this. And then people seemed kind of tepid about it. Everybody was sort of like, yeah, it's fine. It's not as good as the first. And since I wasn't, like crazy about the first i wasn't like rushing right out to see it i i was planning on watching it like in theaters eventually um but it just never happened so that's that all right so quick synopsis and once again i'm gonna do this off the top of the dome so please correct me (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) oh jesus so the movie starts off with i think uh kurt russell in this like cgi they made him young again kind of like they did with iron man and um the the dead princess from uh, the Star Trek movies. What's... Yeah, better 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 or worse than Princess Leia? Uh, better. It, it was better, better than Princess Leia. Yeah, because Princess but, Leia because it was still pretty his goddamn face. horrible. Yeah, and that grandma yeah. uh, that grandma Tarkin. Uh, I don't remember uh, Peter Cushing being too. around six foot five. Oh my god, what the I hell mean, did they do to him? I don't know, but he's gigantic. <laughs> he looks like a he looks what? like a if I was at Disneyland and they had a Star Wars grandma Tarkin walking around. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me, like Creepy a mascot, cosplay, dude. Yeah, yeah. It, like, like a normal person in a giant suit with a giant head. Yeah, exactly. Kurt Russell still looked like he had a little bit of that giant head on him. Oh yeah, his cheeks but, were huge. But, his cheeks were huge, but it wasn't <laughs> as it wasn't as bad. And they used it because um, it's a Marvel movie and they're cheap. They used it real judiciously. There was a lot of like walking with trees in front of his face and shit like that. Which, so which I'm fine like, with. I wish they would have done more. They should have done more with that with uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, in my opinion. I thought trees. it looked really good. He's he talking trees on the Death Star. Star. Yeah, well, yeah. you know. <laughs> have him in the forest section. It's like. 
Don't you know I love trees? Don't, no, don't, we didn't, don't, Tarkin. Don't, don't you know all commanding officers wear hoods over their head? <laughs> so uh, I just so, got a facial. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Kurt Russell is uh, on Earth with a chick. Uh, and they're listening to 70s music, presumably in the 70s. So, you know, the music kind of works uh, or is appropriate in this beginning scene. I, I guess as Kurt Russell's putting on the moves with this chick, uh, you know, we get the we get somehow the fact that it's Star-Lord's dad. Uh, and in addition to plowing this girl, uh, he's planting a pretty little flower in the ground. Right? Yes. Yes. Wait, What? Yeah, he like he like, <laughs> not, the, like not at the same time, I assume, right? No, no, it's all at the same time. He's like, "Hey, I'm a magic spaceman. I'm planting this flower in the ground for you. Let's get it on." And she's yeah. like, "You're the best." And he's like, "No, you're the best." And then they get it on. Oh, okay. All right. That that makes more sense. And you see this <laughs> weird it, alien flower, yeah, kind of growing or lighting up and you go hmm i wonder if that will come back into play right and then we smash cut to like basically the same thing from avengers 2 where the movie starts off and they're just like fighting a you know a generic threat and this generic threat is some kind of squid monster who's trying to steal batteries and they're hired to like protect the batteries like, space batteries, batteries? From, yeah yeah space there's like batteries. space batteries so like they're essentially mercenaries <laughs> now and they're they were hired by these like Asshole gold people to like go, eugenics like to, people to to like protect these batteries. Um, there's a lot of battery shit in this movie, Jeff. If you want to see a movie, they're they're no, McGuffin's no, batteries. Gets me excited than batteries and <laughs> batteries, man. It is battery the movie. Do you want to stop this and run right out and watch it now, <laughs> Jeff? And the batteries save the day at the end. So were they, good, were they triple A, double A? <laughs> My uh, favorite is so funny. Spoiler alert. They were expensive batteries. Yeah, they're really expensive or rare. Who cares? Uh, but I, I'm, I love the fact that Jeff's already said, like, what? <laughs> At least <laughs> twice. I can't wait. All right. And, so, and, so, and so, Doug, this is my first, like, so this is the first callback to the first movie where they start off that they introduce Baby Groot, just like they introduced Star-Lord in the first yeah. movie. With Dancing. like an extended dance number. Music video, and that, essentially. And if that dance number in the first one was like 10 minutes or 5 minutes or 2 minutes, yeah. this one is like 20 minutes 45 long. minutes, yeah. Yeah, at least <laughs> two hours so, long. <laughs> it, like it like overstays its welcome like immediately. Overstaying mm. its welcome happens a few times in this movie, and I'll try to remember when it comes up. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, hey, but this that, is fun. Jeff, it's it, wacky. They're trying to kill this thing. The tree dances in the foreground while the giant squid monster fights him in the background. Yep. Gotcha. And the opening okay. credits roll. Yep. Uh, yeah. Pretty generic stuff. Uh, and then they, I guess they kill the monster uh, and they're talking to the golden eugenics people who are trying to breed like the perfect people uh, and they get rewarded uh, and then they take off. But of course, uh, the raccoon guy stole some of the valuable batteries. So they send dudes after him. Um, and... Oh, I, I, now, now, Doug, did you like how they enjoy? They made the raccoon like a big dick in this movie for yeah. no apparent. Uh, no, actually, I did because his, you know, wasn't he? Wasn't he kind of a dick in the last movie? Too? Oh yeah, but now he's like super. Dick. He's spiteful. He's just this dick. Massive heart yeah. on dick the whole yeah. movie. Okay. But I he's think like, it, worried he's going to be nice, so he just becomes a mega dick. I mean, yeah. they address yeah. it, uh, Jeff. They address it. It's his, it's it's yeah. his like character arc, but it's just more fun watching him be a dick to everybody. Right. So basically, spoiler alert, he's a dick because he pushes people away because he's afraid to love. 
that? I'm sorry. I think there was a baby noise in the background. He pushes people away because what? He's he down the stairs. Yeah, what the hell? Is your baby making dinner? <laughs> hey, baby, I get that in that kitchen baby. and make me some supper. Uh, it's probably um, Cletus. Cletus has been pretty quiet. What's your, uh, no, Clark. Hello? Clark. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's Clark. He's, he's, he's cleaning, he's doing dishes. He's planting his own flowers right now. <laughs> All right, so uh, so yeah, so the yeah the raccoon is a dick to everybody because he is vulnerable and he doesn't want anybody to get close because people he gets close to die or I don't know something. Uh, do you uh, whatever? Does anybody care? Yeah. No one was nice to him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, they they're they're running. Uh, uh, Star Lord's like, why did you steal from those nice people that paid us the money? And he's like, because I'm just a dick. I'm a dick raccoon. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was a summary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then um, at some point, I guess they're they're getting chased by the people, and all their rope, all the ships blow up. Uh, and so the, Jeff, like the like the people chasing them are these like gold asshole people who like love being perfect. And they uh, essentially all hang out in an arcade and fly drones to uh, fuck with people. Right. So, like, this whole scene is them flying away and they're like, I forget, what's the name of their ship? I don't uh, know, whatever. Their stupid ship. Yep. And they're flying away and they're chased by, like, millions and millions of, like, drones. Yep. It's like Galaga. Or what's yeah. that <clears throat> arcade game? So it's another callback. Yeah. All right, so you know things. Are very think, cute, very funny. You go, oh, ha 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 ha. They're not really in those ships. And it's, I'm having a hard time to remember. Do they go into an asteroid field just like Star Wars? Oh, by the way, this movie is Star uh, Empire Strikes Back. So the, this is. I'll try to bring up as many parallels as possible. Um, mm. But this is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, so don't, don't they go into a, um, like a uh, asteroid? field to like escape the they, perfect people they do yes. and the and the and the dickhead raccoon and star lord both try to fly the ship because they both oh, think yeah. they're the best and then they both like crash into shit because they like keep taking the wheel from one another um well is that i thought that was that's after uh they get saved by what's his face right no no that's no, no that's so like they next? do all this shit they do all this shit there's like one ship left and then the uh, the big green Drax guy gets a machine gun and a spacesuit and jumps out the back of this sip. And that's when you see the part of the um, trailer where he goes like, fuck you, spaceship. And he like blows the thing away. Okay, um, and they crash land on a planet, right? Something. No, like that. then then oh, like Jesus. the reinforcements then the reinforcements <laughs> come and then I think uh, then Star Lord's dad comes and saves the day. Okay, so yeah. It doesn't matter. It's not important. So yeah, so the way Star Lord's dad comes about is there's this weird looking like sperm ship. It looks like a big white giant sperm come mm-hmm. past and like all the drones either they they get defeated somehow like magically. Let me guess, no, that's bl- that's his dad's ship. Yes. Yeah, and he blows them all up. Go but figure. Not, it, 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 Jeff, I actually like this part. Flying around the giant the dude, sperm. No, yeah, check it out. Like, check it out, but Jeff. But the dude stands on top of the giant yep. sperm. Like he has two like <laughs> like uh. Like what? What does a horse have? All like bridles in his hand? Yeah, like yeah, like he's riding sixteen horses coming. <laughs> when yeah, he comes. exactly. And then he then he flies by and he like blows them all up and he kind of like winks and gives a thumb up. Kurt Russell mugging for the camera. Oh yeah. man, it was so yeah, it was so mugging. mugging. It was great. Yeah, he's like outside, you know, in space, standing like on top of his ship. 
uh, with yeah reins in his hand, just giving old hey. It's <laughs> yeah, weird. It was, so, it was great. Man. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was, it was like that's how you introduce fucking Star Lord's dad. Where you're just like, <laughs> oh yeah, that shit looks great. Okay, Sorry. so uh, so yeah, so they yeah. save him, but the ship's fucked, so they have to crash land on a, a planet, right? Yes. All right, so they crash land. And Drax on a- is still out there, so comedy ensues as they crash through a forest, and Drax oh, yeah, is crashing, getting yeah. drugs, smashing through trees. And, so it's it's yeah. like a cartoon, no real stakes. It was very cartoony. Yeah, he's having fun. Everyone, it's all fun. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> right, do you want to <laughs> see it yet, Jeff? Or <laughs> I'm on the fence. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, that's a definite improvement. All right, so on the uh, like Star Lord riding a giant sperm ship with reins is definitely like oh man, and like, and like the, the fact that Dave points it out that it's a sperm ship, and like pretty much like his character becomes like the Lord of Boning, like the Universal Spoiler Lord alert. of Boning. <laughs> it's kind of amazing that he's riding on a sperm. If he actually is called the Lord of Bones. I might definitely go see it like right now. Like I would leave this podcast, like go see it. Right? He has when they eventually get to his planet, Jeff. He has like this museum of his sexual conquest oh that yeah. he walks like the Guardians of the Galaxy through as yes. like a, a hey how do we like wrap up this oh. very complicated pot, uh, has, plot? Has anybody has anybody ever read um, James Gunn's book? Oh, he has a book. No, no. He wrote a novel, a very autobiographical novel called The Toy Collector, and um, it's very autobiographical. And it, you 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 mean the Bone Collector about that? <laughs> no, it might as well be called that. He's you from feel, like Minnesota. You're really right? bad for him because he has a, he had a really fucked up childhood, and you you absolutely hate him at the same time because he is just a tremendous asshole. And was his the, childhood traumatic? Uh, uh, yes, trauma. Uh, very good. Um, I don't I don't get what that means. He used to make trauma movies. Oh, oh okay, interesting. That's right. He made he made Tromeo and Juliet. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Anyway, um, he one of the things he did was he slept around a lot. On, and cheated on girlfriends and he found like this wonderful girl who accepted him and took him back after he fucked up like a thousand times and in the end he like leaves her too and you just you just hate the guy so I feel like this is very much him being like you know I could be Star Lord or I could be like Star Lord's dickhead dad who just fucks all these girls like that sounds like <laughs> that sounds like probably the, the probably, key conflict yeah. of the movie to a certain extent yeah nailed it <sighs> alright so they're on the planet the ship's fucked up and Chewie has to fix the ship and it probably is going to take a couple days or hours or whatever so uh um Star Lord like uh Star Lord's dad lands and he's yeah. like hey I've been looking for you I'm your dad and they're like oh okay and they definitely and play so it up ha- like Kurt Russell's like the fun dad like you know the dad yeah. who walked out on you but you know you thought he went to go fight he in the war or something, to. and then he came. Yeah, he was like looking him for him the whole time or something. Yeah, I've been looking for you the whole mm. time. I went to go get cigarettes, and you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> yeah, but like half of them, like half of them go and take off in the sperm ship. Yeah, and I think the raccoon and who else stays? Uh, yeah, probably Groot. Like baby Groot. Yeah, and the blue and the blue lady. Uh, Gamora. Right? No, no, oh, Jeff. No. Sorry, we forgot oh, to yeah. tell you this part. The reason they were like going to get the batteries and defending the batteries thing. Their payment for that was they got Gamora's sister Nebula uh-huh. in exchange for that. Now, wasn't she a bad guy in the first movie? Yeah, wasn't she's she still like, a bad guy. She's, she's like in shackles, and they're like they're okay. getting exactly. her to return her to the like who's, no floor. They're like getting holding, her. To- who's holding her? Like, wh- why is she locked up? Because she tried to steal the batteries first, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, everybody oh, wants these you. batteries, Jeff. Everybody wants these <laughs> fucking batteries, man. Oh. Uh. Wow. 
Okay, but anyway, she's there. Yeah. She stays in the, with the ship and the raccoon, and, is and they're the like, raccoon. "Watch her!" And the raccoon's like, "Fuck you." Skip here, or is that addressed? What's that? What's that? Is I might be getting ahead of myself. I apologize, but is Galactus in this at all, or is that like? No. No. Okay. So here, Galactus is wrapped up with the Fantastic Four, which is wrapped up with Sony, and Sony and Marvel on better terms. And they, what like, the fuck's his name? The guy with the with the guy with the. Oh, you're talking about Thanos. 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 Right. Yeah, no, they you, they only talk about Thanos, but you don't see him in this one, which is <laughs> probably for the best. Yeah. All right, so uh, I don't remember the correct sequence of events, but uh, I I guess we should have talked about the bounty hunters. So there's bounty hunters out there looking for uh, the the guys who took the battery because you know the the old people are pissed. Um, and before this, probably we check in on Xanadu. And uh, Xanadu, uh, the blue guy, who's played by the Yondo. best, yeah, yeah Yondu, uh, played by the best, one of the best actors of all times, so the bad guy from uh, Mallrats. <laughs> he was Michael also, Rooker. Michael, Michael Rooker. Rooker. He was also on The Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, anyway, he's, he's like he's like he's like James Gunn's rabbit foot man. He's in most of his movies. Uh, that's fine with me. He's great. I I love him and everything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's hanging out up before they go to collect this bounty all the bounty hunters descend on the um the broken down ship with the uh, raccoon uh they're at a bar on some kind of ice planet like hoth mm. oh and, yeah uh, yeah the, go yeah, ahead yeah man but he's like so the dude is like having sex with like a robot <laughs> cyborg lady who's just like saying like automated responses <laughs> and he seems so like he just seems so fucking depressed. Disgusted, yeah. Like, this is like what his life has happened. Like, And he just seems so fucking sad. It's All great. those men are happy, and he's just like, oh, oh this, is, this is my life. This is fucking garbage. It's great. So uh, anyway, he runs into an old corpse, uh, Sylvester Stallone, who is like one of the big what? wigs. Yeah. Yeah, for so real? Like, yep. Yeah. So like okay. um, interest interest rising. So like so, <laughs> mm-hmm. so like it's in a movie, my interest is already like peaked, I have to admit. Do you Especially remember I love the old movie? I love old Grizzled Stallone, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Do you remember from the first movie like the Yondu was ahead of the Ravagers, which they're like space pirates? Yeah. And so Stallone is like the king of the space pirates. Oh, is he blue too? No, he's just Stallone. Just Stallone. Okay. <laughs> he's just Italian. And he goes, hey. and he goes, hey, what are you doing here? And he goes, Space fuck, you, fuck you, Yondu. We have like a pirate code and you didn't obey that shit. And he's like, I loved you the best, but not anymore. And you know what? If you die, nobody will come to your funeral. And wink, that's the wink, worst wink, wink. thing. Yeah. The worst thing and in the world. You won't get for the special a, Ravager funeral. Yeah. Like that's definitely like honor that. that you don't yeah. get. Now. That. So this is all obviously motivation to get that guy to join the ragtag group yep. of people that we love in the yeah. first place. Okay. And, and gotcha. what, and what, and, Did you and, see and the movie? Say- <laughs> <laughs> Are you yeah, saying there's just, formula here? I mean, call me crazy, but it seems somewhat predictable. <laughs> like, so, I don't so, know. So, so, so Jeff, I guess <laughs> let's get all these people together. So Jeff, what I feel like James Dunn does a good job is he makes you what a lot of movies fail at is he makes you care about the characters very quickly, even with a simple plot. You know what I mean? Like I, I care to honestly, I care about I, I Yondu. Disagree. I care I think, about the raccoon. I think it depends. For me, it depends on with his movies. It depends on the actors and the strength of the, strength of the actors. Sometimes his his actors really do a great job making you care about them. And I I, I don't think it's just the actors. I think it's them and the material together. And but sometimes they, 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 they don't care about a tree. Like that yeah, wasn't played but, by anybody. It just no, that's that, no, tree. but that was Vin Diesel's. 
Oh yeah, his contribution <laughs> is what I cared about. Yep. You know, but you get what you get. What I'm saying, he like. Um, what is what is what does James Gunn do to make you care about the tree? Though he didn't really do any. What write type I am Groot over and over again? Like that he doesn't do anything to no, make. No, you no, 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 no. It's, it's it's the trees. It's the trees. Uh, dog expressions. It's it's when the yeah. tree acts like a loyal dog. But James and like, Gunn had nothing to do with the tree's dog expressions. So let's not. You don't. You don't much. think so? Uh, okay, let's start. No. Uh, I'm gonna stop this right now because it's boring me. <laughs> All right, so you have you definitely have opinions on how good. James Gunn is at doing movies. So, uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Put I, know, a pin in I, that. I, I think he's very good at, uh, I think he's very good at like, uh, dog expressions. He's very good at dog. No, Steve. No, like taking these, taking these stock, taking these stock characters where you watch Ant-Man and you don't care about anybody. Fucking Ant-Man. Right. You don't care. You don't, you just don't care. And I, I feel like he's given the same stuff. And you at least give half a shit about these people by the end of the movie. And because you give half a shit, the stakes are shit? better. And you get away with more goofy shit because you don't did care because you care about the stakes. Yeah, he did. I did say shit. I, I, shit. <laughs> all right. So, awesome. All right. So, Snacks, I, I, I see your point. I'm pretty sure Jeff's. you didn't convince Jeff, so we're going to move on. <laughs> Jeff does disagree, okay. so let's just move no, on. No, I'm on the fence. I, I feel like that's half true. That's all I'll say. I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I think the actors deserve some credit, too. Okay, oh, great. Sure. Let's move on. Uh, so, so yeah, so, uh, Salone is like, Hey, you're not in the super secret pirates club anymore. You're an outcast. And he's like, Oh shit. And then all he did that bad. Cause you did that bad. He thing. did a bad thing, which we don't find out about until later. And anyway, mm. all his crew sees this. And there's one guy who looks like goddamn he man's, uh, what was the he man beast man from the he man universe? Um, what's that guy's name called dick face? What was his, they made laser fun of him. Brain. Laser, laser face. Taser, 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 taser something. Yeah, taser face. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he wants to. He's like, maybe this guy, maybe this Xanadu guy, shouldn't be in charge anymore. So they're planting the seeds of uh, ultimate, uh, you know, uh, betrayal. So uh, okay. So fast forward, the bounty hunters are coming to the planet where the raccoon is trying to fix the ship, and of course, he's set up all sorts of cartoonish booby traps. <laughs> um, to catch the uh, slash kill, I don't know. Like sometimes, like you're you're unsure whether anybody is getting knocked unconscious or brutally. Is it like murdered. Home Alone, where it's yeah. like, yeah, it's uh, very it's comical, but it shouldn't be. Like right. they could really die. You know, it, it, somebody mentioned like before the action was cartoonish. So Jeff, they have like you see the top of a forest at the bottom of the <laughs> frame. You see like the sky and like two moons or some shit at the top of the frame, right? And like the the raccoon just keeps laughing and hitting these landmines. And you see, like, a big group of guys, like, fly up over the trees into the sky, like, over and over and over and over and over again. It was just yeah, silly. Two groups, long. one on the left side, then run on the right side. Yeah. One yeah. on the left. Yeah. <sighs> okay, and then, of course, uh, eventually they get overwhelmed and they get taken prisoner by the space pirates who now, I think, are... I don't... I think it comes very soon. They uh, mutiny against Yondu, but they take... Baby Groot, they take the raccoon and they take the blue woman all hostage, and uh, Yondu gets thrown in with the prison with the rest of the crew. So you already see mission accomplished, right? Uh, Zandu Yondu is now on board with some of our ragtab, but they do, but they do another, they do another character beat to make you care about Yondu. So when the mutiny happens, they take all his crew and they just start jettisoning them into space. Yeah, all his loyalists. And they just make, a, and they make them watch. 
<laughs> like right. they just die like one and that's the way yeah, yeah. That, that's effective the tone, oh, so the tone fucked is up, fucked up. He's they, sitting there like so helpless they're laughing the at one like, guy he goes out and yeah. then you see it it's pans out from a, a close-up of a guy freezing it's to like death and there's bodies. dozens of dead bodies frozen all right, all right. And, so these are the other pirates though yeah, yeah. There, these are Yondu's. Yondu's crew. But the people who take them hostage, they're also part from the same group? Yeah, there yeah. was a mutiny, yeah. internal civil war. Oh, I got you. Yondu's okay. gotcha. leadership and his loyalists lost. The, the scene was a little bit ruined because the raccoon like had ch- cracking jokes and the jokes were just bad. And this is again when it's like, hey, don't you like this guy? Look, he's being a dick. Don't you like it? And you're like, no, not right here. It's just yeah. annoying right here. Stop it. Because, yeah, it's a very out of place when they jettison the bodies. You're like, oh, okay. Up, you went yeah. from very cartoony fun stuff to <laughs> to like, oh, boy. Yeah, there's stakes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, feel free to stop me. But the other half of the crew, which includes uh, Drax, Star-Lord. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Star Lord, knock it off. Fuck is very invested in this. Did, did, did Rob just like sign on just so he could like babe dishes around yeah. the background? <laughs> he's like, he's like, what's what's Howard Stern's sound guy called that throws it? Fred. He's our Fred, only he just does his dishes. Clark, are you even there? Okay, we're gonna move on. <laughs> Pretend like, like a jerky voice bit with Clark. Uh, uh. So Jeff, this is when. This is when they go to like Ego's planet. So right. like that's his um, that's his name is Ego. Yeah, uh, and he has like and he has like an alien antenna lady who's an empath, and her job is just to make him like sleep, just to help him like chill out. Right, right. Uh, and she seems very like mail order brideish. Yep. And her right. and her and Drax have a natural connection because they both have mental disabilities. Yeah, they're both childish <laughs> in a. You know, underdeveloped way. Um, um, and then they go, they go to Kurt Russell's planet where he is part of the planet. And this is when you get to go to his like sex museum. Yeah. So and, the, the short version, through, like what he's doing, the short version is uh, he is a celestial, basically a God. He's like, I don't remember where I came from. I just was. And eventually I decided to take form and then I kept building things and building things and I built my planet and then I got lonely after billions of years and I created an, uh, you know, an entity, which is basically his embodiment, his human form. Uh, and I wanted to go explore. I realized the meaning he of life to, was, like he wanted to experience love. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. and life and all that crap. So he, he, he ventured out. And by this time, once again, it's it's they're playing it like he's the cool dad that you know has come back in your life and everything's great. Um, and you know he teaches, he basically, and this is how bad it gets. Uh, yeah, it gets really bad here. There, <laughs> to reconnect, they play ball like catch, only they're doing what? it with. A God, magical energy kidding. ball. No, that- no, Jeff. It's, it's like so cringeworthy. So he's like, harness your power. And he's like, yes. And he harnesses it. And he like makes this like sphere ball in front of him. And then Kurt Russell's like, throw me that sphere magic ball. <laughs> and, then they fucking, <laughs> and then they play fucking catch. Uh, and, oh, it's a no, field of so, It is so grown worthy. It is so, it is so grown worthy. But you just, again, you just watch like this good scene of like the crew like all dying. And you're like, okay. And then you watch them play catch. And they're like. Fuck. <laughs> you know, fucking movie. Yeah, and then uh, eventually, you know, the green chick, I can't remember, what's her name? 
Gamora. Gamora, yeah. Uh, she's 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 good. I I like her. I like her acting. Uh, I thought I like she was Gamora. Too. Yeah. yeah. Well, they gave her a lot more to do in this movie than they did in the That's last good. one, which was yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, her, of course she's her, suspicious. Yeah. She's like everything's too That's perfect here. Like right. it just doesn't make her her suspicion though is unfounded completely. It's just like things are too nice. Like what? Uh, but you know, obviously we know she's going to be right. So, um, so uh, I guess then Kurt Russell takes him to uh, the fuck museum, and and at, by this time, like Star Lord is starting to uh, fall under his spell. Like his eyes change and start glowing. So like. And he says, hey, you're like me. Uh, you have all this power, and as long as this planet doesn't die or the light in the center of the planet doesn't die, uh, you can live forever. Live forever, right. yeah. Uh, and then he lays down his master plan. He's like, hey, listen, uh, I realized, you know, I, I need to, uh, what I want to do with the, the galaxy, I want to spread out, and I want to, you know, take control of the galaxy for everybody's betterment kind of thing well you ju- you jumped way ahead well i guess that's what it is but he was just talking about like he tells you know he has this museum where like mannequins do like little dances and he talks no, about no, this, so they like they like right, they like play it. catch what? and then they play catch and they like go through the sex museum and then you're like oh kurt russell's is cool why is gamora being such a jerk and then they go back and that's when like the blue guy and the raccoon like yondu and the raccoon like bond and he's like, "Fuck you, raccoon! You're just like me. You like push people away because you're an asshole." Oh, and in then jail. They have that- so we're going back to the. It, meanwhile, the the second crew uh, yeah. is in jail in the pirate ship. Okay, right. Continue. And then and then they like break out of jail, and they're like, "Hey, little tree man, baby Groot, go get oh, my giant Jesus. mohawk, <laughs> so I can whistle for my arrow and kill what? all these people." So, yeah. So like, so Zanadu has that like mohawk. Mini- that controls the the arrow got yeah, damaged oh, yeah, or they yeah, took okay, it away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they dam- they they chopped it off of them in a in another they they shot, shot them or yeah. shot them off. Yeah. Uh, by the blue lady, I yeah. about Nebula, uh, who's trying to take control of the Ravagers, kind of. So yeah. She's making a power play and she right. shoots his head when they first get captured. So, anyways. And so, anyways, yeah. they send the they send the tree to go get his mohawk so he can break out. Yeah, they don't think uh-huh. of the tree as a threat. Like they think they say at some point they he's too a, cute to kill or something like that. They treat it out of mascot. They do a great scene where it's like giving a dog beer and everybody like laughing about it because these are like the asshole pirates. Yeah, do you remember you know, that? Do you remember just Cabin Boy? Unchecked. Yeah, un- just running around unchecked. Exactly. Yes. Do you remember Cabin Boy where uh, Chris Elliott was in do a I? sailor? <laughs> boy's outfit and he was dancing on the table dance for oh, yeah. me and they're just throwing beer cans at him that was exactly it it's yes. exactly that, exactly that scene. yeah they doused him with beer they're like and he's like sad have, but he is but him, him walking around sad is pretty fucking depressing yeah and then they have another 45 think, minute scene so is sad or yeah he's like he's like, he's like an abused child abused. he's an abused, he's like abused child, child yeah. yeah it's fucked up oh, and, then, and then they have that so they're like so it's the yondu and the raccoon like behind bars and they're like, hey, tree, go get my mohawk. And the tree brings like item after item after item. <laughs> it after goes on item for legitimate. After, uh, no, goes, no exaggeration. 47 minutes and 36 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it, goes, it, goes it goes from, okay, this is funny to, oh, God, we're oh, still going. Then so to, bad. okay, fine, it's funny again because it's so gratuitous. But then, uh, but then they bring him his mohawk. And this is my uh, oh, favorite scene great. in a movie. Yeah. So like, so like Jeff, one of my things about action movies that I don't feel like they do enough in action movies now is at least the action movies from my childhood. There was like scenes that I remember that I would go imagine in the yard. 
like uh, the, what comes to mind is the return of the Jedi speeder bike scene where I feel like every kid rides their bike and goes like, this is the fuck it. You know what I mean? And you imagine that and you're flying on rocket bikes and it's sure. great. Yeah. And I feel like, so you're, you know, like you're biking through the woods. You're like, I'm on a speeder bike. That exactly. Of. Like it still comes up even though you're a grown ass man and, sure. and aliens like has the machine guns and all that kind of action. Like, and you're like, yeah, I can imagine like, this is what I want to imagine like space fighting as. And this mm-hmm. arrow scene is, I never thought I would ever want to imagine whistling for an arrow and murdering everybody. And this goes on for legitimately <laughs> an hour and 26 minutes and 22 and seconds. It, and, and you, you love don't it. want it to stop. You don't he want it He sends the arrow and kills at least 100 kills, people. And, and it's all to music. And he's, and he's just creative ways. The raccoon goes, the raccoon goes, hey, put on some of Star Lord's stupid fucking music. And they put on his stupid fucking music and crank it through the ship's speakers and the, the space pirates are like what the fuck is that and then the blue guy just starts whistling and murdering everybody everyone part, jeff i'm talking everyone. every single person except for and one you see guy security cameras kind of and monitors so you see these people getting killed through the monitors and then he gets to a control panel he's watching all of them so get killed this is this is yandu or is this yandu, is, uh, yandu. Yes, yandu. he's got his yandu. mohawk back because his group finally mohawk. figured it out yeah, he has a big mohawk and it's glowing red and he's whistling and murdering everybody the raccoon has machine guns and he's running around shooting and they eventually get to the control panel, like the center of the ship that has monitors so they can see everything. And Yondu just sits there whistling, sending his arrow around and the raccoon keeps people from getting to the control panel or getting to Yondu. And the tree just like revenge murders a couple people from pouring beer on him. <laughs> yeah, and it's it great. Is, it is, it is. Yeah, it is great. How does the baby tree kill people? Knocks them the off the ladders and runs shit. At him. Yeah, he yells at them and then he like trips their legs and like throws them off a cliff. He can still throw like little twigs and vines and kind of do what he could do grown up, but it's just on small scale. But he yeah. still has some per- some strength. So yeah, yeah Yondu's. Guys, uh, I gotta tell you, this sounds way the fuck better than Alien Covenant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely it's, is. Yes. Dude, when they're just, I don't, what track were they playing? I don't like, know. They just play this rocking piece of music and he just, it's like a, mo- like, I feel like the raccoon thing in the beginning with the booby traps was supposed to go, Hey, wouldn't this be fun? And it just ended up being too silly. Yeah. And this is like completely ridiculous. Well, but plus this is more vested. Great. You, you want these fucking pirates to go down because you hate them. I didn't, yeah. I didn't care about the pirates in the beginning that were, they were just showing to collect some money and you didn't have yeah. a backstory. So like you felt invested with Yondu saying, "All right, you killed my friends. I'm going to kill all of you." That's so. What I a point to uh, snacks for uh, James Gunn yeah. making us care. Uh, but so so he's so vicious that he, you know, blows up the ship's fuel tanks and the ship's <clears> going <throat> to blow. And Raccoon's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "No, we're just taking the dropship." So they take the dropship. They head off, uh, and I think they captured uh, what what's uh, the the robot chick doing at this point because she gets no, so Nebula. So we cut back to Ego's planet, and the blue chick just beelines it for her sister because she, yeah, she gets a ship of her she own. Hates, she gets a she ship of her own the, somehow. I can't yeah, remember how she hates. She she made a deal with the evil pirates. She, oh, she, she gets hates, their ship. She gets Star right. Lord's ship, right? Okay. Right. Okay. She, so it's yeah. fixed. And she hates her sister because Thanos used to make the two sisters fight. And Gamora always won. And, yeah. and so, like, mm-hmm. she would get her arm chopped off, and then Thanos would be like, you suck here, have a robot arm. Then she'd get her face hacked in half, and Thanos would give her a robot skull and go, you suck, start winning. So she really hates her sister because she feels like all this, like, hell she's been through is because Gamora just couldn't lose once in a while. But they're, like, so Gamora and Peter are, like, hanging out, and they're, they're like, whatever, I don't trust them. And she's like, you don't like my dad, you don't love me, Sexual fuck Sexual frustration, all that yeah. shit. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, because they still haven't hooked up, and um, they actually yeah, they're Han and they, Leia. They, yep. they, Han no, they, mentioned, they said Sam and Diane from Cheers, um, yep. and they go once they hook up, it's all over. Um, but anyways, uh, so they get into a fight, and sudden, she goes off to meditate in uh, in a field. She's like, you know, a beautiful field. She goes to meditate, and all of a sudden, she looks in the sky and she sees this. Huge ship just coming like, right at her, and this, ass uh, for her. yeah, tearing ass. And and this scene I kind of like. So, uh, go, uh, what's the robot lady's name again? Nebula. Nebula is just coming full bore in this huge attack uh, ship right at her. Uh, you know, chasing her into tunnels to the point where it's just shooting, shooting the entire time. Uh, it's it's quite uh, interesting. Uh, just yeah, the, the sheer is, ferocity that she's coming. The is yelling the whole time, just fucking stop just yeah. stop it we don't have to do this we, yeah anymore. like just we stop. just have to talk come on you know like it's a but family then she drama then she crashes her ship and she gets fed up and she takes like the biggest ass gun off the ship yeah. like uh <laughs> and just starts shooting the fuck out of her sister with it <laughs> yeah this massive cannon on her shoulder that's shooting like a machine gun the, yeah. I, I, I can okay. the only thing i like it too is uh in i think it was uh street fighter versus capcom when you were iron man yeah, you could iron pull man. on that's you exactly could this it. big giant like cannon would come down and put on, and would rest on his shoulder and would take up yeah, half the, beam the screen would take up the whole screen yeah yeah, and this is kind of um, what it was, and she just keeps shooting and shooting and shooting and shooting. It's quite visceral. It was, uh, yeah, it's well done. But she then, like the, ca- the cave starts collapsing or whatever, and they end up having to save each other. And Nebula's like, "I won," and then she like goes into that spiel about like you know, why they yeah, hate each exactly. other or whatever. Yeah. But then they find like a then they find like this giant uh, cave of like children's skulls. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, whole, yeah like, it wasn't children's giant, skulls. They were like all different like aliens. So like. It comes out that, and we'll get there, but uh, Kurt Russell's been banging all over the universe, different species yeah. and different aliens, and bringing the sons, the offspring, back to see if they can help him take over the universe. So Yondu, dun, dun, dun. Yondu was the, the courier. Like, he would go find the kid, take him back to Ego. Ego would say, well, this kid doesn't have the power, kill him. And then go bang somebody else and go, hey, Yondu, hey, go Yandu, find this go, person. Go take, steal mm-hmm. him again. So Yondu's thing and was this he is what Yondu was, did to get kicked out. Right. Yep. And this is why uh, he's kicked out. And this is what happened. Yeah. And it's the continuity is great. Child trafficking. Wait a the minute. pirates didn't wait. abide child wait, trafficking. Wait. Because this is what happened in the first movie. It, it sticks Presumably, because. He's been doing this for a very fucking long time. Right. right? Yes. Yes. Yondu's so just why the latest. All of a sudden, did they give a shit about it now? Um, once, once Yondu figured out what Ego was doing with no, the kids. No, I think he's, like, he's asking why Sylvester Stallone kicked them out. Yeah. Oh, no, I guess they, in the I'm last movie. Stallone's like, listen to Yondu, I got a big No, 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 I think. This happened I, in the past. I think right. in the last movie they were outs. They were always like the black ship of the pirates. Yeah. They, like, they were they always on the outs. Yeah. Even when we met them in the first movie, right. they were on the fucking outs they're, they're with the rest their, of the pirates. Their path to be excommunicated. Yeah, presumably yeah, yeah, he yeah. was kicked out when Star-Lord was a kid. You know, yeah. Like, but yeah, like, but it wasn't like Star-Lord was the first. No. no, no, Star Wars, no. Star-Lord was the last. As it comes out later, he did take Star-Lord, but he refused to take him back to Ego, which and is why... And once figured out what was going on, right. he was like, no, you're, you're staying with me on this stupid oh, pirate ship. Just like okay. the German um, Republic, when they found out what was going on, they put a stop to it right away. And so... Uh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, so, yeah, so... He... he so, Kurt, didn't this wanna... is when Kurt Russell goes full on evil for no apparent yeah, reason. Yeah, no reason. Like he's he's been alive since the beginning of time. 
but he's the most impatient man in the world. <laughs> so he goes, he goes, yeah, Peter, this is what I need you to do. You're going to help me um, spread my seed all over the world or all over the galaxy. And, and the seed that he spreads not only is these you know, women he's been banging all over the universe, but also the flowers that he's been planting because he activates the flowers with the help of Peter, the, um, the star Lord and the, the flowers start growing into big blue, like cloud. Like he monster. doesn't want to, he doesn't want to be a planet anymore. Ego wants to be the a universe. universe. Yeah. universe. He wants and everything to be ego. And Why? basically he's like, because they don't explain it. Cause he has an ego. Yeah. It's in his name. And it's basically Darth Vader saying we could rule the galaxy together to Luke and Empire Strikes Back. But, uh, all right. Does he want to rule the galaxy? Is uh, that what he no, wants? He just wants it all to become him. He doesn't want to rule it. He doesn't care about that kind of shit. He just wouldn't wants that, it all to be a part of him. Wouldn't that... All right, so he... Don't think about it. Is, don't think about it. But he doesn't have... Uh, he doesn't I can't, have, I, I can't he help doesn't, it. No, so, this is when we get... It's great, it's great to think about it, Jeff, because this is when we get back to batteries. Yep. Oh, good. Enough, batteries are coming he back. He doesn't have enough juice to do it on his own. But with his son, who has some juice, he can use his son as a battery to do his plan. Yeah, and his son is kind of on board. He's like questioning. He's like, won't that kill everybody? And he's like, well, yeah, it's you like, got to break some eggs. Hypnotized. He's, yeah, well, he's he shows hypnotized. him. He says, let me show you the galaxy or eternity. Let me show you eternity, right? Yeah. Which yeah. isn't that actual character in Marvel. So anyways, he, a, he, he, is, he gets this a Marvel character, vision. The universe that actually exists in, which yeah. has a physical manifestation. Which, oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is like 70s like trippy shit. And so, yeah. like, I'm very curious. Like, I was like, oh, God, is Eternity going to show up? Because people have conversations with him. Like, fucking Quasar and Thor are like, hey, Eternity, what the fuck up? But, like, so it's, um, but they didn't. They just kind of dropped that one line. Um, We've always been friends with you, Eternity. Don't kill everybody. <laughs> but this is. Some Eternity. Dave, I, think, no! I think this was your favorite part. So you, you Yeah, talk. so this is everybody's favorite part. So he's, uh, you know, uh, Star-Lord's hypnotized, and, you know, uh, Kurt Russell's explaining his entire evil plan, uh, you know, about, like, cracking some eggs, and he's like, oh, man, it really broke my heart when I had to put that tumor in your mom's brain. And then Star-Lord goes, what the fuck? Pulls out his guns immediately and just blows the shit out of Kurt Russell. It's amazing. Shoots him right in, shoots him right right in the, the face. face several it's like, times. it's like a finger snap, and he just goes, boom! They don't really why explain it. That? Why would he... You know, so why that's, would he say that, number I mean, one? That he's the most impatient... Right. <laughs> you know, universally old creature in the world. Because I don't know why you would say that. I, I don't also, know why. If, so you, I, presumably he wanted to kill Star-Lord's mom. Yeah, but I don't right? know why. Like, he could have, like, it seemed like why? he needed he and needed to kill so, her so he could take him. But he could have yeah, taken Peter without says, the mom being dead. Says, I, if I stayed with you her do one it? more time, I would have never left her. That's oh, what he says. That's what he, he loved her so say, much that he had to kill her. Jeff, With and I would cancer. say ego, ego, ego is, yes, ego, but the ego is like universal. He's uh, the representation of universal cancer. He just wants to grow and grow and grow and consume it all and like kill it. He is cancer. So you're saying that that's his power? If he's going to kill someone, he kills him with cancer? Exactly, because that's what he does. He makes not shit grow. Whether, whether you <laughs> want it with to cancer. or not, you know, he makes shit grow. So, yeah, I think that's what they're... All right, at. can we just get... Because I'm, I'm interested in this character a little bit. Let me get back to this character. So, um, he was bored because he's a god. Right. So he made himself a human. Yep. Are we supposed yeah. to assume that all that is true? We're supposed to assume we, it's all true. We have no yeah. reason okay. to suspect that it's not, especially after yeah, the if, end of the if everything, movie. If everything becomes him, 
Yep. Won't he be bored again? Yep. I think then he'll find a new problem. Hey, he yes. didn't hear about Buddha. He doesn't know that, you know, wanting is a source of all <laughs> suffering. He didn't get all yeah. that. Well, he should, someone should give him a pamphlet. Because... <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a Gideon Bible at one point. It didn't do anything. Well, that was when he was in a hotel room banging Star-Lord's mom. Am I right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it, Peter freaks out and shoots him. But of course, he's like immortal. So he like puts himself back together and says, hey, you can't do that. And I must uh, say, this fact was very top notch. It was very mummy nineteen ninety nine when uh, yeah, it was pretty oh, top shot. notch. <laughs> yeah, top notch. Top mummy ninety nine. I, I heard notch. that uh, mummy ninety nine movie's looking a lot better now that the new mummies come out. <laughs> oh, the comparison <laughs> I'm sure is is nothing. <laughs> All right, so uh, and then I then I lose track of what's going on. I really don't know what's happening. I think he he. Well, continues. then he immediately says, "All right." If you're not gonna be with me. Oh yeah, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna fans. lock you up. I'm gonna put you in your room for a couple of billion years till till you're ready to play ball. Essentially, I think is what he said, right? Pretty much. He's gonna lock like, him up. Whole, so Jeff, the whole time, like Drax and uh, the alien lady Mantis are like growing a relationship, and she's like the one that like kind of goes to tip him off like a moment too late. Right. Of course. Um. Okay. And then I don't I don't know where how it. Uh, Yondu, Yondu goes, hey, where's Peter? And they're like, oh, we gave him back the ego, and he's like, you did fucking what? And so they haul ass to Ego's planet to go save uh, Star Lord and the rest of the crew. Yeah, because guess what? Yondu's his real dad. He might not be his father, but he was his dad. I I I like that part. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. And they hit it they they hit it pretty hard later. Didn't uh, didn't didn't his dad try to kill him in the last movie? At well, some that's, point? They, they actually yeah. bring that up. So like, okay, so everything goes to hell. Ego's like capturing all the guardians of the galaxy and all that shit. Yondu and like the raccoon come and save the day. And there's a part where they're like running away together in like a ship. And Yondu and Peter are driving. And he's like, You threatened to fucking eat me. And he's like can't you take a joke? <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that yeah. was just write it the fuck away. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's one way to do it. Yeah, exactly. But oh, it, we it should note work, that yeah. Gunn's brother, that character, is the one guy that doesn't get killed. He stays loyal to Yondu and he doesn't get killed. So he's in that Ravager ship and Yondu and uh, Rocket go down to the planet, right? right. Yes, that's exactly yes. true. And then they're like, uh, Star Lord's like, we need to kill this. Son of a bitch. I hate him. Um, and, and so then that's when guess they need to who go shows up? The beautiful golden people with their army full of drones, right? Uh, yeah, that's right. So uh, that compounds the issue. Uh, right. Yeah. So the Guardians uh, are trying to kill the planet, which in order to do that, they have to drill into the center of the Earth slash planet and somehow extinguish the light. Makes right. sense. It's right? like a brain. It's a giant so he, brain. Like, yeah, he has a giant brain in the center. Of it. Which yeah, is what he was brain, in the beginning. When yeah. he first came into existence, he was just a brain in space, right? And meanwhile, then he builds everything out of it. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. to set the stakes even higher, I guess he's using Star Lord, even though he doesn't have full control over him. And the flowers are blossoming all over the universe, causing destruction. And I hate, I just hate this like mass, like this. They it just gets overwhelmed like a big cloud that's evil. Like they they do it in too many movies. Bad now. CGI. Yeah, bad CGI. Clouds are always the worst. I can't take. <laughs> yeah, and well, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to bring up September 11th, but 
And Jeff, this is one of my it's problems. True, where, like, right. I, I feel like the first time I noticed it was in the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes, where like I feel like they always try to like it always has to happen. Like it can happen wherever it happens in the universe in the world, but it has to affect America somehow because they're afraid people won't care if it won't. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, the only whole universe is going to die. I'm going to cut to Minnesota, and you're going to see the blob in Minnesota to understand it's dangerous right. where you live too. And, right. and I, just, I just find it so lazy. Like, set it off on the baby planet. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Nothing yeah. but babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the third eye so you know they're aliens, but they're still babies. And then, like, have the menacing blob, like, envelop them all. That's right. The French bulldog planet. Just watch them all die. There you go. Look, yeah. Peter, I know it looks like I banged a baby, but they, they stay babies their whole life on this <laughs> planet. So babies? it was an adult-looking baby. You know, <laughs> so, I didn't bang like, a baby. So they're flying to the center of the planet and they all have like their own action thing to do. So it's like four things of parallel action going on, which is great. It's, it's, it's one of the more things like I Jedi think Rogue, than, than Empire. Yep. Right. It's one of the things that I thought Rogue One got very right, where it's just fun when you have all the action happening all at once and all the parts matter and you're just cutting to like high octane thing, the high octane thing, the high octane thing. Only one of the uh, high octane things is dumb baby Groot uh, trying to uh, blow up. Yeah, so hit the so button, the, and the raccoon's like, the "Does whole, anybody have any tape?" And then this this bit goes yeah, on for no joke, three hours and forty six yeah. minutes. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, the big seconds. plan is to take the batteries and put them on his brain and blow them up. And the only one small enough to get in there is the baby. Um, <laughs> the baby tree. So they send the so they send the baby with a bomb. <laughs> to, to blow up the planet's brain. <laughs> and of course, Raccoon's trying, because now it's set up that Baby Groot gets very confused. He can't keep things straight. Yep. So, oh boy, is she going to push the other? There's like two buttons, and he needs to push one, and definitely not the other. Yep. One starts a timer, the other one blows up the bombs immediately. Which right? you which so you have to have that second button. It just wouldn't work if there was just the one button that yeah, did right. what you were supposed right. to do. Yeah, of course so it's just yeah. chaos. It's just like all action everywhere. And then the, the baby presses the right button, and they all start bailing. So Gamora's with her sister, and they bail. Oh wait, before Drax's we got with- we got to tell we got to tell you this. So they have uh, Peter and his dad have this fight where they both become like, you know, okay. So picture Big Trouble Little China when uh, they they cast these like projections. Remember that projections yeah. fight each other? Yeah, and then they play like Nintendo with their fingers, right. and they're like samurai fighting Yee- with like hologram. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so okay. it's a, it's a ridiculous back and forth where uh you know Ego's shoving him through a whole bunch of rock and mineral like just shoving him yeah, through the Yeah, they can like and take so on they're like rock, yeah, smash, yeah. Each smash each other. They're like making they're like making rock fists and they're becoming like giant rock creatures and smashing. Essentially each other. man like, of steel kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, and like he he becomes like Pac-Man at one point to like eat his father or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's all very literally. It's all very cute and fast and fun. Mm. Um, I know, I, I know you don't like, so, so this sounds this is, like it would annoy the shit out of me. No, I gotta no, admit. no they, they kind of set it up and it's something that I wanted to bring up. Like just part of Quill's character where he's like this like giant man child with like, and he like always tosses out these like pop culture eighties references, which make him more likable to the audience. But nobody but he, he talks to gets them. Right. The, exactly. World. Which I also think that makes it's, I like it for the character because he's sad and alone and he's hanging on to these things that matter to him in his childhood. And now he's like lost in space, so he's like still he's hanging on to this nostalgia to I don't know still have hope, you know. So I um I've, I I like that I like that part of this. Case. 
Well, anyway, uh, you know, Yondu saves the day, and I guess they have to go up into space for some reason. No! Oh, my God, you're skipping the best part. <laughs> Fine. So, Jeff, I'm ruining... I don't know if you're still on Tumblr. But Yondu, Yondu's there, and he saves Peter, and he saves the day with his arrow. And he catches Peter after, like, a giant, like, explosion thing. And he's floating down with his arrow in his hand, oh, and yeah. holding, like, Peter by his hand. And Peter looks up to him and goes, you look like Mary Poppins. And Yondu looks down at him and goes... Is he cool? <laughs> and he looks and back at goes, him and goes, oh, yeah. And he goes, yeah, he's the coolest. <laughs> and so they land and they have that group shot from the trailer. And Yondo goes, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. And then just like, oh, <laughs> he says, I'm Mary Poppins, <laughs> y'all. And it's amazing. Even in my theater that had like three people in it on a like a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon, they all cracked up. It was terrific. Jeff, it is fucking great. That part is worth admission alone. Yeah. Okay. But then it's very heartfelt because Peter goes, oh, you are my real dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's when he realizes it and he's not going to shit on Yondu for calling him Mary Poppins or whatever. It's great. It's great. Yeah. But anyway, it's like a very to... tender moment, but funny. Yes. Yeah. They all have to escape because the planet's got them broke off and they're all paired up. Like, so Drax is back at the ship. The girls are like climbing up a cliff. Uh, Peter's fighting his dad all by himself to like hold them all off. Um... Yondu's down there with Peter, and the raccoon and the baby are beelining it for the ship. And there's a little moment where there's Rocket has some jetpacks or something, right? But he's only yeah. got one left for Peter and and Yondu or something, right. or no, uh, like a spacesuit that will there's keep only you one alive space. in space or some crap. Right. Yeah. So he goes up, uh, you know, like I don't know. There's only one left, and Yondu essentially goes, "Hey, let me be a hero or whatever. Yeah, let, let me, me go out." Let me go get Peter and you take off. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, this is uh, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Uh, when everything goes to shit, like every, like the bad guy starts winning and they each have a little heroic moment where like the cliff is crashing and like Gamora uh, Nebula catches her sister. Drax is in quicksand. You love quicksand. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen Quicksand in decades. Quicksand? Dave, yeah, Dave, Drax is in Quicksand, and he's almost at the ship, and he's getting sucked down into it, and he puts the alien lady, like, over his head, and he's like, it's just his hands, and his head's, like, completely submerged in Quicksand, because he's just trying to, like, save his friend, right? right. And so it was a great moment where the, the dad is knowingly trying to kill all of Peter's friends, yeah, so, so oh, he yeah. turns the ground to Quicksand. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um... And then uh, what happens? Eventually yeah. the bomb, eventually the bomb goes off and they're all back at the ship and the Drax is just screaming, where's Peter? Where's Peter? And the raccoon's like, close the door. We got to go. And Drax is just screaming, where's Peter? Where's, where's Peter? <laughs> like a traumatized so, child. Like child trauma is all over this movie. Like it's he's, he's just, he's just so upset. And the raccoon's like, we got to go. Yeah, but the raccoon does care. He's like, this sucks, but we have to go. It's all of us or just Peter right now. Yeah, the raccoon goes, I lost the, the raccoon goes, I lost enough friends today. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's pretty um, fucked up, but yeah. Yeah, so Peter, Peter beats up his dad. Yondu saves him again and, like, flies away in the spacesuit. And they fly into the atmosphere. And, uh, uh, and then he uh, puts the spacesuit on Peter. And then he floats away, like freezing in space, just like one of the dead pirates that he watched earlier in the movie. Right. So was, Peter gets to watch his dad, somebody he finally accepts as his dad, die right before his eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah, he had wow. to kill his first yeah. dad and then watch his second dad die all and in the course like, of like five minutes. Yeah, and then like when they're flying away, he goes, uh, he says something like, I may not be your father, but you always had a daddy. And Peter's like, oh shit, that's right, you did kind of raise me, didn't you? And then he like floats away and dies. And it's great. So yeah, this movie has consequence, unlike, you know, the tree being reborn, there's no baby Xanadu that's, coming back. That's something, I'll, I'll give it that. It yeah. sounds kind of fucking depressing. It, oh, it yeah. is, and a little it's, bit, yeah. It, it's, it's very, so like, emotional. I found yeah. it to be. Yeah, I, I too, found it emotional. Yeah. It was great. Cause he said the whole movie I didn't cry was, or nothing. <laughs> I would call this, I, I, I'm not a pussy or nothing. I would call this Yabu the movie, and they, like the whole thing yeah. is about making you love this man. Yeah. And then they it, turn sounds, him. it sounds like Yandu is very much like front and center. He is. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Gun, because as Steve said, or, I'm sorry, as the snack said, um, what's his name? As in all of his movies, and uh, so he's. Probably, let me give you a big. He said he likes working with him so much that he knew it was the right thing to do for the story, but he didn't want to do it for himself. You know. And eventually he just did what he thought was the right thing, but it was good. Um, and then they give a very good uh, funeral thing, which I, I read the IMDb trivia, which was like tacked on. It was like done during the reshoots. So like the ending was like all the other pirates come back and they have this giant like fireworks. Viking funeral, funeral essentially, but it's yeah. with fireworks in space. With fireworks. And this is what Stallone mentioned, you know, at the beginning. You will never get this type of funeral because you don't there. deserve it. Yep. Stallone shows up. They're all there. Uh, and so he gets, you know, he, he's brought back in, even though he's dead, posthumously, he's rewarded and and then they do this eulogy, right. which was like they shot like I, I actually like I, I don't know if this is bullshit a lot or not because it's IMDb trivia. But I, I guess uh, with Star Wars, Chris Pratt was like, hey, I got an idea for a scene. Like, I feel like I should do like a eulogy for my dad. Um, and it gives this very like eulogy and all the Guardians of the Galaxy are around. And I guess they shot it like on green screen because everybody was gone already. So it's like it's mm. all like CG, like fake. But it, look, it looks real as shit. And it gives this very like doofy but touching eulogy for his dad before they shoot him out a torpedo tube so there's like all sorts of different pirate uh, factions show up and like there's people like i think debo is one of the you know the guy from friday (laughs) he's there there's like famous people are like you know cameos all all over the place um, yeah, and so Stallone has his crew that has Michelle Yao and the ice crystal looking dude and a couple other yeah. people and So it makes you think that like those people players. are yeah, big time players are like, well, well maybe well, maybe they'll see they'll come back in Guardians Three. You never they'll know. They'll be in number three. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Howard the Duck mm. was in this movie again too. So that's like Oh right. He was in the first oh, really? movie. Yeah, he made it. He was on the robot hooker planet. Yeah, he was on the robot hooker planet just hanging out. Yeah. Uh but that's pretty much uh, it, right? Is there anything else? Like they just no, like all right. That's 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 pretty much it. Okay. So, so what do you think? The team kind of goes, we're family. That was another kind of feeling. Yeah. The whole theme in this was family. Dominic Toretto so shows up. Dominic Toretto shows up and Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> if, if this is anything like uh, The Fate of the Furious, I would have seen it the night it came out. Um, if uh, what, so, wait. What happens with Gamora and her sister exactly? They, they, they kind of make up. They kind of record. They reconcile, and she's and she's like, "Hey, stay with us." And uh, like, uh, no, I'm going to I'll see you around. Uh, oh, yeah. So right. she's going to go, go kill go her dad. That's more, yeah. that's more third movie shit kind yeah. of going in that yeah. direction. Or right. the Gauntlet Glove movie, whatever. Xfinity yeah. Cast Wars. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then, Jeff, what's, and then, what's, so this the, is what's, the, what's the credit cookie? 
So, okay, the, the movie does so many things. Like, oh, yeah, like, like back at the other movie, right? And then they add all this new shit, which is great. Like, that Mary Poppins shit is great. And they add all this shit that's great. And then all the credit sequences are just insufferable. Yeah. They're just, uh, there's five of them. They never stop. I walked out after just, the second one. I was like, I'm not going to wait for the other ones. I'll just YouTube it. So one of them is like, Stallone gets Snacks. his pirate crew back together with like famous people. Snacks, pull, yeah. just pull away from the microphone a little bit. You're distorting. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's fine. Better? Yes, go ahead. Yes. Um, so Stallone gets together with the pirate crew. Uh, the gold chick who they stole, stole the batteries from has like a pod for Adam Warlock, who's like a character in the Affinity Gauntlet. It doesn't fucking matter for these movies. Um, the Cracklin, who was like the second in command in the first movie, who's kind of like follow John do around in this movie. Oh, yeah. takes, God's brother. Yep. Takes the new souped up uh, Mohawk and starts whistling and he accidentally stabs Drax in the throat with an arrow. Um, we cut to a uh, teenage group uh, being a dick to Peter. Uh, yeah, his room's a mess. Clean up your room. It's the teenage boy and his dad having an argument. Yep. But the best thing about the credits, Jeff, is like all great movies, they wrote a song just for this movie. Um, David, ha- David Hasselhoff sings it. And the credits all have like all the characters like dancing in the margins, and the song is amusing as hell. I, I recommend. Yeah. By it. the way, David Hasselhoff appeared in this film for a second because ego was trying to ego turns become into whatever him. form you know. And when Peter was in space, marshmallowed into uh, um, Wait, what? Yeah. So, so, when, Peter so okay. have, when Peter didn't have uh, a dad, follow that train of thought. When Peter uh, didn't have Peter, a dad, David Hasselhoff is in this movie. Yeah. Because ego is trying to become the perfect form. Is that what you No, he was trying to he was trying right. to appeal no, no, to Peter. Right. He's just like, hey, right. will will you He's love me Peter better if I look German. like this? Right. Because oh, like, oh, And I Peter see, said I something Peter like, Oh, I always like imagined Knight Rider was my dad. It was like that's yeah, what I always right. imagined. And that's oh. like what he says in the eulogy at the end. He goes, you know, like you so know, he doesn't show. He doesn't make himself look like Michael Knight. He makes himself look like old ass David. Yes, old ass David Hasselhoff. Yeah. Because I guess he like would figure Peter cares about aging. Mm. I don't know, but it was uh, spend the money to make Hasselhoff young. Yeah. It, it was actually amusing. It didn't seem like throwaway like most cameos. Okay. Um, and then he brings it up at the eulogy at the end, where he goes like, "I always wanted like Knight Rider to be my dad," and I guess my dad was Knight Rider. You know, got to fight robots, and he like gives all these examples and stuff. And it was cute. Yeah, um, he like he like killed all these kids. He brought all these kids to my <laughs> yep. real dad, dad who dad, killed them. He was a child trafficker. My dad was a child trafficker. <laughs> he redeemed uh, himself. The universal abot- my dad is the universal universal embodiment. Does that does that come up cancer. at all? Does that is no. he just completely forgiven because one kid is saved? Yep. Um, no. He, he, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's Ravagers, so it's not like they're great anyway. So I think right. just the self sacrifice and a, a couple different things, and he manages to yeah come out. Let's not think about logistics of how the pirates knew that he did this wonderful act. Um, well, because uh, Tim Gunn's brother, that character, probably told them all. Right? Like you're lying, fucker. Like it doesn't so make sense. Let, let's start, Jeff. Would you let's start wrapping it up? Yeah, there. Jeff. Would you see this movie? Yeah, I'd see it. Yeah. Okay. Good. And so I recommend do, it. Do I have time? Do I have time yeah, for one I'm, more question for Jeff? There was, there was like a lot of interesting shit that I was like, okay, I can see that might be compelling on screen. So yeah. At this yeah. point, I mean, yeah, don't go by yourself say, or something I like have, a loser. But just, Well, no. <laughs> I'm guessing that the end fight with Ego is probably boring as shit. Yes. Like the, I thought the first one was. 
Yeah, because um, that's how all these movies are. It's not. I mean, it's just every single superhero movie ends in like a with a really boring fight. I feel. Um, yeah. Yes. The, the, like but, what they, so Jeff, my my question is about Marvel movies in general. Do you feel like the Marvel movies, like there's no like all the main characters, nobody has any grown up emotions. Like there's no like emotionally mature character in the Marvel universe. I don't think that there's many. I think I think that they're very broad strokes. Yeah. And 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 to a certain extent, I think that that's okay because they're comic book characters. They're kids. I know, but like I still want to. But I also feel like that only gets you so far. Right. Because I'm like, what happens when the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, meet a grown up? Like, because they're all like, you know what? uh, Yeah. They're 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 based on. Yeah, I think that the, the emotional arcs are based on kind of like I hate to say it, but like sort of teenage boy mentality. Um, because yep. that's that's what the characters are created for. That's the audience when they were originally created. That was the audience they're appealing to. So you know, and and they're they're very they're very yeah, careful. No. They're very careful in the movie universe to preserve that. I think because they they're trying to appeal to the same kinds of fans who want these characters to sort of remain intact. Right. Um, and trust me, I don't want like a. <laughs> the last thing a I would dark want and like, depressing. Yeah, serious superhero movie. But at the same time, I feel like who would do that? Oh, wait. Yeah, right. Um, but I feel, at the same time, I feel like, you know, in telling stories, there has to be in telling stories and kind of dealing with the character work. There has to be a little bit more of a just a different way to do it. That's more interesting. I, I think that they have done it. Like I thought that some of the stuff that the, the, the last Captain America movie, which was one of my favorite Marvel movies, I thought. You mean Avengers Three? Yeah, Civil, Civil War was interesting because they were they they had they had them fighting each other, and it was about some some kind of complicated grown up stuff. I mean, not super complicated, but it was more interesting than just like, um, you know. Here's a here's the villain of the week blowing something up. Right. It was about a it was a political argument essentially. Should we should we act like this or should we act like that? And then there was there was emotional ties to it, and of course it always comes back to like the daddy mommy crap. Um, yeah. But like. But that I thought that at least worked in this case, and the big fight wasn't this huge fight with, with like millions of spaceships crashing into Earth or whatever the fuck. It was just two superheroes fighting, and it was yeah. emotional enough. Two to friends, yeah, each other, right. Yeah. And the fact that they were friends and and were having a serious fucking disagreement, um, I think made a made a big difference. Um, so uh, that's that's a step in the right direction. I think they're going to now step away from that, especially as they get into the Infinity Crisis and everything else, but. Yeah, yeah, I guess sell that guy sell them toys. Right. But do you think uh, there's you room? don't want a uh, 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 civilized, you know, okay, Thanos, we could fight, but instead we're all just going to talk to you. Let's respect each other. <laughs> yeah. But do you think there's yeah, room for any kind of like one-offs or like things that they don't? Yes. Like, kind of like Rogue One was a, they were able to I, yeah, take a well, different tone even because. Rogue One, like, I, I love the idea of the Star Wars spinoffs. I just want them divorced from. I do too. Right. Absolutely. It's kind of like Prometheus and the alien films. I think they'll eventually, well, (laughs) uh, yeah, I think eventually they'll get there. Um, And 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 my major things is the time thing of it. It's like, we're focusing on like just a short span of time in this universe. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, we're covering the same 70 years. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, we could go a thousand, we could go in any direction, you know? Um, Yeah. I want, I I want an alcoholic Star Wars movie. With a bunch of soaks in space, just sitting around the cantina drinking 
It's like Trees Lounge in space. I, oh, I know nobody else wants to yeah, no, 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 want That's to. the Star Wars The Star Wars movie I want is Rio Bravo. And I don't care where it happens. Too. No, the Star Wars movie I want is what you talked about, like uh, Murtaugh and Riggs, and, and they've got to put the one Jedi down who's just gone too crazy. That's great, too. Oh, the, the old yellow lethal weapon yes. that I have going on. That's great. I love it. The guy yeah. who's long in the tooth, they, and he's in it. The rails. Yeah, I, I, I picture him on a planet, and he's just like an evil god, almost like, uh, you know, uh, Heart of Darkness or something. No, like, no, like, let's make him the first Sith Lord. And that's he's the first Sith Lord ever. Fine. And then he wins. <laughs> and his best friend's got to kill him. And his best friend has to kill him. Yeah. And he does. And they, used to be the, they used to be the top Jedi together. I guess that's what can't. they kind of tried to do with Revenge of the Sith, but that didn't really come across at all. Oh, uh, no. It didn't work. Yeah, no that Those guys weren't friends. No, yeah. there was no that friendship. That was the whole point. Yeah, they forgot right? to show their friendship. Yeah. Hey, Eric, I think you they watched the, 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 the Clone Wars cartoons? Yeah. They don't even seem like friends on that shit either. They, yeah, they, because they it's, it's there's a hierarchy to begin with, and that's like, well, how can they be brothers when the one's like, like, I'm your boss, stop, just obey me. Yeah, right. Yeah. So all right, let's wrap also, this up, I mean, guys. They're not supposed yeah. to be friends because there's no emotions and all that bullshit Jedi crap, right? Like, oh, right. One, one more one more question about Guardians. Uh, did you like the soundtrack? Uh, and it's Doug. And uh, the soundtrack was <laughs> what everybody else said. Like, there were, it was like a, a an album then you're just like, oh, I like that song. Nah, nah. Oh, I like that song too. Nah. So I feel like yeah, it didn't have as many hits as the first. I felt like I recognized a lot more songs. Not just recognized, enjoyed the songs from the first movie uh, a little bit better. It's One of the things I like about these movies is they're the first Marvel movies that actively use pop music in the movie. And uh, even in the trailer, I think their trailer was the first one to have like a pop song in the trailer. Um, and I thought it was a good idea because like these characters are not mainstream Marvel universe. Right. That's cosmic characters. Marvel, right? Right. And it, and it makes, it makes them, it grounds them and makes them more digestible to people who might not be interested in a talking raccoon to begin with. Right. But look what um, they're doing with Ragnarok. They're basically oh, aping yeah, this shit. There, there's pop music could, in that, in the trailer, cause, right? Cause no one yeah. would swallow Thor. So let's put some fucking Zeppelin in the trailer. Maybe people will go. Mm-hmm. Um, Look, uh, instead I, I of mean, Natalie Portman, but, there's the Hulk, and you go great. Right. I mean, let's be there's clear. There's music like, my grandpa made, used to listen to. Let's go two see it. Pretty successful <laughs> Thor movies, and they wouldn't be making a third one if nobody saw the first two. Like they weren't that's, like the biggest. That's true, hits, but I th- but, I, th- I think they are self aware enough to know that they're like nobody's clamoring to rush out to see a Thor movie. No, they're definitely so, changing that they can tinker with. And that so one. they changed up they the formula to make it. Yeah, yeah, to make it. I am. Like, I am. I will say, I am excited for that movie. Just I, I am. I am as well. I like the director very much, and I'm yeah, curious if he could do action at all. Yeah, that's one big thing I'll say about James Gunn. I don't think he's a very good action director. I, a lot of people disagreed. Um, I, Guardians, but I think some of the fights, especially, were really kind of lazy and not well shot. Um, I see. I would say I would. I would normally agree with you, but he does these scenes that like make me want to. In the Imagine second movie you're talking about. No, even in the first movie, I like the um, I yeah, I, a, I like the last, the, scene, the, the final battle you thought. Was, I, 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 I like the, the last fight. I like the fight on the ship. Yeah, that was kind of fun. I like the fight on the ship. Okay. I don't like the part where they're like driving the um, driving the golf carts with the like hammer hands and like yeah. punching each other. That's stupid. Sure. But like, I, I like the fight on the ship. All right, I, I feel the big, like the big, 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go I ahead. feel like Jeff and Snacks can argue about James Gunn's worthiness for another three hours, <laughs> but we're going to cut it off. Uh, thank you, guys. I feel like I feel like this one went a lot better than Covenant. I don't know. How did you feel about this one, uh, Clark? <laughs> Great. Beauty, Clark. I'm glad we included you. <laughs> Doug, we have to have Clark on every week, <laughs> oh, whether yeah. he calls it or not. And yeah. we'll just always like, what do you think about this, Clark? And just have that Dishes. Smile and- yeah. <laughs> Slam. Maybe someone's on the other end. Maybe not. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, we're going to try to do this. It's going to be infrequent. Uh, we're not going to always do movies that are in the uh, theater as well. I think we're going to go through our Netflix queues and uh, Amazon Prime uh, oh. just to have stuff. Blowout. Uh, Blowout, I think we're going to do. And I looked at the other movies. Like when I pulled up Blowout, there's like, people also like this movie. And it was just like... Just from the covers, it looks like the worst, like, uh, B, <laughs> like, you know, horror nonsense. Um, I say we go through the, uh, I say we go through the, uh, canon catalog chronologically. Uh, maybe. Uh, we want to have at least some viewers, so <laughs> we might <laughs> sneak in, uh, Wonder Woman now and then or something like that. But, uh, stay tuned, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us and thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks Thank for you having for us. having us. Thank you for telling me all about this movie that I'm now apparently going to go watch. <laughs> is, so I know everything oh, that Yeah, We did our job, it guys. It is your privilege. All right. Thanks nice. a lot. Take care. Right. Take care.